Practice Impact Extra podcasts are derived from Hearst the Heart Board Review and other online resources available only through accesscardiology.com. As you're aware, pre-diabetes is very common in the United States. But at what number is it really a risk for cardiovascular disease or a risk at all? The CDC estimates that there are 34 million Americans with diabetes and 88 million with prediabetes, defined as a hemoglobin A1C between 5.7% to 6.4%. Recent evidence is suggesting patients with prediabetes are at significant higher risk for MACE, that including MI, CVA, other major cardiovascular events, even more than patients who never had a high blood sugar. A study published in Jack in May of 2021, Prediabetes Associated Increased Risk of Major CV Events, noted that major MACE occurred in 18% of prediabetic patients compared to 11% in controls. I want also to present a Danish study published in October 2021, Prediabetes May Predict Future CV Risk. Using registry databases, Investigators evaluated the risk of MACE, all-cause mortality, and the initiation of medical treatment among Danish people with prediabetes who were stratified according to their baseline hemoglobin A1c. 84,000 patients with first-time hemoglobin A1c baseline measurement were included, and they were subsequently divided into six groups according to the hemoglobin A1c. 5.8 to 5.9, 6 to 6.1, 6.2 to 6.3, 6.4 to 6.5, 6.6 to 6.7, 6.7 to 6.8. So that comprised the six groups. So what were the results at one year? The subgroups with the hemoglobin A1C of 6.7 to 6.8, thus passing the threshold of prediabetes, did get initiated multifactorial medication treatment the first year. Likewise, the subgroup at 6.4 to 6.5 at baseline began medical treatment. At one year, just about 1% of individuals had a MACE. A dose responsiveness and relationship was observed between higher hemoglobin A1C and the highest risk of MACE was noted in the subgroup without diabetes who had a hemoglobin A1C level of 6.4 to 6.5%. So what's the take-home message here? I believe these results support the hypothesis that treatment for CV risk should start before type 2 diabetes develops in pre-diabetic patients and should include better monitoring of this group. I want to thank you for joining me and see you next time on Practice Impact Extra. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from McGraw-Hill. Subscribers to Access Cardiology have instant access to over 25,000 pages of rich medical content, receive medical updates from trusted experts, and have access to other special features. To subscribe or learn more, please visit accesscardiology.com.